Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Becca. And we're two curious ladies on an adventure to learn more about cooking, cannabis, and the fine art of gluttony. Join us every 10 days or so as we get high and make our way through a recipe. Step inside and let the consumption begin. are both here and present and accounted for. <laughs> Hi Gretchen. Hi Becca, how are you? <laughs> very good. I'm very, of course, as always, excited about what we're going to do today and what we're going to learn today. We're making panzanella, an amazing summer perfect little salad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is the perfect summer salad. It is the ideal summer salad and we had quite a, well I guess we didn't spend that much time doing research on this one but the little research we did brought a lot of conflicting points to the forefront so we will be talking about the bread component of this salad we will talk about panzanella we're going to read a little marcella so mm-hmm. we're really packing it in on this episode for this lovely tomato cucumber bread salad yeah nice and easy heading into summer So what are you drinking over there while we kick off our summer vibes? Some very disappointing Lambrusco in that it's flat. I don't know how that happened. I guess if you store your sparkling wine upright, it may go flat. Sad. Very very sad. Not that it was an expensive bottle. It was only 16 bucks. But it was one of the ones that I discovered last year when we did something with Lambrusco and was like, oh, I love this. I was looking forward to having it again, and it is still tasty, but without the bubbles, it just makes me a little sad. <laughs> yeah. Sad Brusco. Sad Brusco, yes. <laughs> what are you drinking? Hopefully that is not as disappointing as mine. <laughs> well, I couldn't find the Brusco, so right off the bat, I was disappointed. But True. I found, I don't even remember the name of it, but it's just a nice sparkling rosé. Pretty simple, straightforward, nice color. I think it was just under 13% alcohol. And yeah, it's good. A little strawberry, a little peachy. It's fun. Mm, Perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect for this intro to summertime. We're not really quite hitting summer just yet. We're getting there. The warm weather has come, especially to where we live Mm -hmm. in Nevada and Napa. So Mm -hmm. we are looking forward to that lovely warm weather. It's hot, so we're drinking bubbles, and we are making bread salad. Before that, though, we have been very, very grateful and lucky to have a little bit of a partnership that has developed with a company called Busy CBD. And so Gretchen and I have both been enjoying their CBD gummies, and it's amazing. So good. I had Sarah over the other day, and I smoked a joint, and I had had one of the tropical ones, which I was trying to remember the name of, but now I've forgotten. I just feel so good. I feel so good. I was so amazed. I, I mean, I've been enjoying them since day one. They're amazing. They sent us some lovely little green queen, which mm-hmm. is good, but doesn't really taste like the apple it's supposed to, in my opinion. <laughs> I think it's really hard to get flavors right, especially when you're dressing hemp and CBD extracts. I think flavor is just never going to be the top. We also got some strawberry bold, which I also really like. 
that was the first one I tried. And I love that one as well. The tropical one, which I forget the name of, but is just CBD. The other two have a little bit of THC in them, but very, very tiny amount. So if you're a real lightweight, they're perfect. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But if you're looking for just a pure CBD chew, and I know you've brought up before that it's really good to make sure you're taking that CBD consistently. I've been having a lot of CBD lately and things feel significantly better for me. And then they have all kinds of other stuff that I cannot wait to try. We are fangirling a little bit, but it is rare to come across products that Gretchen and I both love in equal amounts. One, I'm not a huge gummy fan in the first place. I don't really like gelatin or gummy things. They're vegan. They're vegan. And they're a little bit thicker, almost more like candy. Not really. They're still gummies, but there's a little bit of a chew to them that I think distinguishes it a little bit from some of the other gummies I've had. So Mm -hmm. for me, that makes a huge difference. And that one you can't remember is Tropicana Chill. Thank you. (laughs) That's the one I loaded up on this morning. Broad Spectrum, no THC. The other ones that Gretchen mentioned, the strawberry and the green are full spectrum. So just that teeny bit of THC. Our gluttoneers get a discount code, which we're super, super excited about. And I don't remember the code. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's like HGBiz, maybe? HGBizzy? Let's look. So our code for our gluttoneers is all caps HGBizzy, B-I-Z-Z-Y. We're big fans. We are obviously... Not just saying this because we got a sample package. We are both kind of addicted to these now. So very excited. Just slightly, yeah. (laughs) And we hope all of our gluttoneers get to enjoy it and get to experience some of these benefits that we have, like Gretchen said, a little bit more relaxation, maybe some pain management. Awesome, awesome find. That was our very exciting new development there. And... I guess we should get back to chatting about panzanella and cucumbers. Right. Yeah. So should should we start with Marcella? Yeah, let's start with Marcella. Let's also say real quick that the recipe that we're using, though modifying, is from Giuliano Hazan, so Marcella's son. So we thought it would be nice to share a little bit of Marcella's thoughts on cucumbers from Ingrediente. Before we get going into that, let's also say real quick, that the majority of our salad is going to be comprised of red onions, tomatoes, and cucumbers. And then a few other things will happen with a dressing and the bread. But before we chat about cucumbers and all of that stuff, just keep that in mind that that's why we're talking about these, because these are one of the major components of our panzanella today. And we've never talked about cucumbers. So therefore, we've never... I don't even know if we've used. No, we must have because I think the other Marcella salad we did had cucumber in it. So we've used cucumber before, but I don't think we ever talked about it. I don't think we did either. And I think we used cucumber in the tea party sandwiches. Did we use cucumber? Well, it's talked about it, probably. Mm, yeah. Marcella says on page 46, if you have this book, cucumbers. When I was very young, The fragrance of the first freshly sliced cucumber of the summer was my signal that for the following weeks I could swim, 
play volleyball on the beach, race around town on a bicycle with my friends, and consume a daily salad of tomatoes, raw onion, and sliced cucumber. Ah, perfect summer salad. We didn't even know that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we never plan these things at all. <laughs> I know, sometimes I read these in advance, but I didn't today. I've heard about many varieties of cucumbers, but I usually find only three. The basic ones that most people buy are thick, smooth, skinned, and glossy. There are elongated dark green cucumbers called English or Continental that are usually tightly wrapped in plastic. There are short, gnarled ones, sometimes labeled Kirby's. The first two are for slicing. The thick, smooth-skinned cucumber is often waxed, and I always peel it. If you need to see whether it has more seeds than you'd like, split it in half along its length before slicing it to expose the seed-laden core. If it is too thick with seeds for you, use a teaspoon to scoop them out. The skinny, plastic-wrapped cucumber does not need peeling. It has very few seeds, a pleasant flavor, and a subdued, hardly perceptible aroma. The Kirby's are the ones that people buy for pickling. I don't do that, but I buy them to eat raw because I like their compact flesh and recognizable cucumber flavor. They don't need peeling. Choose your cucumbers by their firmness. They must not have a single soft spot. It is desirable for the smooth, glossy variety to have a narrow streak of yellow, a yellow belly, a sign of ripeness. I keep an unwashed whole cucumber for no more than a week in the refrigerator, wrapped in a paper towel and stowed in a loose plastic bag. If cut in half but unwashed, I wrap it tightly in plastic wrap and refrigerate it for two or three days. If sliced, I close the slices in a resealable plastic bag and keep them in the vegetable drawer of the fridge for two days. Cucumber performs its finest role when sliced in a salad with ripe summer tomatoes and raw onion slices. Finest. It's finest role. It's Emmy performance. <laughs> It's won a golden globe. <laughs> Has it egotted yet? Yeah, right. Almost there with the tomato. With the... <laughs> Not sure what okay. the E would be, but fine. Yeah. All right. Continuing close. on. <laughs> okay. Season it with coarse sea salt, a fresh squeeze of lemon juice or red wine vinegar, but not balsamic and excellent olive oil. Salt causes cucumber, which is nearly all water, to weep copiously. To prevent it from making the salad soggy, toss the cucumber slices with salt and a few drops of lemon juice in a separate dish. Hmm, interesting. I know. I never even thought about that, but of course. I mean, I never think about any of the things Marcella suggests. When we're talking a little bit later about all the bread stuff, if you want to remind me to talk about salting the tomatoes, which I almost texted you about doing, and we can talk about salting veggies for, for moisture withdrawal at that point, if you can help me remember to talk about it later. Okay, I'll try. When the salad is ready for the table, retrieve the cucumber slices with a slotted spoon, leaving behind the liquid they have shed and combine them with the already dressed tomato and onion. My mother used to add basil, my mother-in-law, parsley. If the, <laughs> tomato, if the tomato is what it ought to be, it can manage 
without such herbal scents. Oh, well, okay. She's like, oh, were you both just covering up bad tomatoes then? <laughs> yeah, but not bad cucumbers, bad tomatoes. Bad cucumbers, cover, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a few more thoughts here from Marcella. I like cucumber with smoked salmon. Whichever kind I am having, I peel it because the skin's bitterness doesn't flatter the salmon. I cut it in four or more lengthwise sections, depending on its girth. If it is a long cucumber, I also cut it across in half. I sometimes use a scooped out half cucumber as the recipient of a mousse of prosciutto and minced pickles or a whip of tuna, butter, and anchovies. Oh, I'm so here for the first one, but the second one, I'm like, nope, you lost me. You lost me. I know. You're not going to want this third one either, which is, or just <laughs> a good anchovy mashed with unsalted butter. Yeah. No, thanks. No, yeah. thank you. Sorry. Serve it with drinks or at table. I also dice peeled. Okay. I also dice peeled seeded cucumber and mix it with a Middle Eastern accent into the soft flesh of a baked eggplant. Interesting. Love you, Marcella. <laughs> Love you. Just a little bit of history of panzanella. Tomato is a relatively recent addition because they did not have the tomato in Europe until after they'd found the New World, found the Americas. And as a result, earliest mentions of a panzanella type salad is in the 16th century. They're only talking about bread and onion. I think the original vision would have not been suited to your palate. <laughs> no, no. So no cucumber even or nothing else, just nothing. bread and onion. I mean, it did say chopped other vegetables. So I guess it was up to the, the person making it, but no. what you had available. Yeah. Yeah. But onion more than anything, more than anything. So I also had to consult our friend. Well, I, I just saw that Serious Heat ha Eats had a panzanella recipe and then clicked on it and found out it was from our friend Kenji. Of course. And of course, Kenji has opinions, which was extremely <laughs> helpful because we really wanted to use Julia. I really would keep on calling him Julio. Giuliano. Giuliano. Giulio. <laughs> Julio. <laughs> it's like Julio. His name is Julio. Giuliano's. Uh, Giuliano Hazan's recipe because of how much we love Marcella, but we both had a screeching halt because he suggested that we soak the bread in water and we were both like, sorry, what now? For 20 minutes and then <laughs> like, squeeze and put it in it your salad. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even think he was calling for stale bread, which is even worse. It was just regular old bread. And so we we came across Kenji's, and of course Kenji did a deep dive on the whole bread situation. And at the very top of his bread section said, well, the one I can eliminate right off the bat is soaking the bread in water. And I went, <laughs> oh no. Uh -huh. <laughs> now we, we'd already concluded that we weren't huge fans of this. So our original thought was to do a bit of an experiment of toasting part and doing the soaked bread. Yeah. And our mouths said, bad idea. <laughs> yeah, both of our mouths went, soggy bread that you soaked in water. What? What? Can't even fathom it. Okay, if it's a, soaked in a flavorful liquid, sure. 
but pre-soaking it in water, then putting it in the salad? Mm, I, no. I just yes, can't. right. No. We were both on the same page about that. You said no more with the wet bread. <laughs> no wet bread. No wet bread here. As a, And so we came across Kenji's preferred was at the very least, you want to dry the bread out in the oven for 15 minutes. He did say 300 degrees in the article, but then in the recipe, he was actually doing it at 350, I think, just because it gets a little toastier. But he was saying that you don't really want a lot of toast on it. That's not the point. It's just to dry the bread out so that you can absorb more of that flavorful liquid. Because, and this is Kenji's quote, this is, panzanella is not a tomato salad with bread. It's a bread salad flavored with vegetables. Very important distinction there. One could say an onion salad flavored right. with bread as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we actually have already toasted our bread in the oven at 350 degrees for about 15 minutes until it was nice and dried out. And ours is cooling a little bit, so it'll be ready to absorb that great flavorful liquid that we're going to make. He did say you can also use stale bread as long as you've got it diced. And then you do want to dry it in the oven a little bit more just because the stale bread had the second worst texture. So just stale without toasting or, you know, drying it in the oven had a, almost a similar texture to the bread soaked in water. Weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was like, you got to do a little bit of oven work with it to get your best result. So Okay, Kenji, you are God. We will yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> and Kenji, we trust. Yeah. And, well, and Marcella had a panzanella. Marcella had a panzanella recipe, too, <laughs> <laughs> that I think used stale bread and food processed it or used bread crumbs. And I kind of cut my bread into bigger chunks today. Oh, I for sure did, because I can't cut anything into small chunks. That's just not my style. Why would we do that? <laughs> small little edible pieces? What? <laughs> They're not huge. I think we were supposed to be aiming for about half an inch to an inch size. Mine are probably a little bit closer to an inch and a half, but that's where we are. Yeah, because it's a bread salad. Should we get into the ingredients then? Was there anything else that you think we should know from Kenji wisdom or just generally Panzanella info. So just going back to the salting of vegetable thing, because I did want to bring this up quickly, though I decided against making you do this because I was like, we've already got all these other things going on. Of course, that we simplified everything. So we could have done this, but he recommended salting the tomatoes to draw out some of the liquid first and drain them. And then you'd add at least some of that resulting liquid into your vinaigrette you'd concentrate the actual tomato pieces so that they had a little bit more flavor intensity. So I think that's probably a good idea. If you're in a time of year where the tomatoes aren't as good, maybe that is a really important step. Going back to like Marcella, salt the the cucumber a little bit to get some of the water out. So any watery vegetable, this works really well with. This is something they do with eggplant. It really helps improve the flavor because it, it is such a watery vegetable to begin with. I know Becca's making a face. She, I know she hates eggplant. That's why we can never do eggplant. You're a vegetarian. You should love eggplant. It makes me sad. I'll do it. I'll do it. I can do it. I'll do it. 
Or at least you have to eat it if I make it for you. How's that as a negotiation tactic? You don't That's have to fair. do it yourself. I'll come and make it for you and see if I can change your mind about it first. Then we'll introduce you to the podcast. <laughs> it's more of a nightshade thing. It's a big uh, acid reflux inducer for me. Ah, ah, well, that is a whole different story. And yeah. yeah same so. with bell peppers and stuff. That's all. I see the bell peppers. Yeah. yeah, I understand more. It's so weird because how does eggplant so bland? How does it make you like, does it have capsaicin in it? It doesn't no. have a lot of acid as far as I know in it. Although I'm not an expert in eggplant either. So don't, I, I, I don't love eggplant. I just feel like it's a crime that you don't even like it at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, maybe we could like fry it, bread it, you know, some kind of eggplant Parmesan thing, maybe. But salting eggplants, salting tomatoes, cucumbers, anything like that, that you'd want to either get that extra liquid out of or concentrate a flavoring. So it's just a good idea. So I just wanted to toss that out so that it was in the realm of thought, but we didn't do that. We could have, because we did already chop all our stuff, but is where we are (laughs) where we are yeah I usually salt my tomatoes that was something my grandma always did no matter what if she was cutting up tomatoes she always salted them so I've always done that but while we're talking about tomatoes what are our ingredients today for the panzanella which I have to okay I really want to say this just because I love the word portmanteau it is thought to be a word that comes from combining pane so bread and then the vessel you'd usually serve it in which was a like a bowl kind of platter thing that they called an, mm. a, a zella so you got mm. panzanella I just wanted to say that because I love saying portmanteau <laughs> right <laughs> give me all the excuses to say portmanteau <laughs> I do think that also speaks to what we were saying though about it Kenji distinguishing it as a bread salad first because even the name is based on bread and not tomato or onion even so that is also one of those cool word origins that really helps you identify what a dish is that's true it is a good thing to note because I I think there was a point where I was a little bit more thinking it is a tomato salad with bread versus a bread salad with tomato Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about the cucumber. I've often had it with tomato and like a peach or something as more of a oh. summer in the little burrata. I like burrata, that. yeah. Uh, I've definitely seen mostly tomato with onion. The yeah. cucumber was new to me as well. Mm-hmm. But I've always seen it with, and of course now I understand why, Giuliano. Right Giuliano. Giuliano's recipe net doesn't have basil in it because I was like where's the basil this feels naked without the basil oh my god mm-hmm. I've totally gone off track I was supposed to be reading the ingredients <laughs> well I, yeah I don't are you gonna do any basil I might I do have a little bit growing out front of my house so I might put a little bit in after we taste it just because I like basil a lot mm-hmm. but now that I know Marcella thinks that's you know sacrilege to do to a cucumber it makes me feel a little guilty let me read the rest of the ingredients before we get okay. too cr- feeling too bad about <laughs> me feeling like I've committed crimes against cucumbers. But or Marcella, yeah, or Marcella, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've got two cups of 
good Italian bread. They wanted it trimmed of its crust. We left our crust on because lazy slash we didn't read the instructions. <laughs> then we have a half of a sweet red onion, very thinly sliced. This is crosswise. I did mine uh, north to south pole versus east west pole just because that's how I prefer my onions cut. Really, either way works, especially for a salad. One pound ripe, firm, flavorful tomatoes cut into cubes about a half inch thick. Again, I probably hit more of an inch, but again, I cut everything bigger than intended. Half of a seedless English cucumber sliced about an eighth of an inch thick. I definitely cut mine in half and then sliced it into moons. I'm almost wondering if I should have taken the seeds out of mine because it was quite seedy. I think I got more of a more of a Kirby kind of cucumber yeah. than a the English hothouse type, but mm-hmm. that's because that was what I found. I wasn't looking that hard. I was like, "It's a cucumber. I've got it." <laughs> Done. Check. I did seed mine. Okay, so you you were a, a good little chef and took the seeds out. Uh, one small garlic clove, one tablespoon of capers, one tablespoon of good red wine vinegar, salt, freshly ground black pepper, and one quarter of a cup extra virgin olive oil. And the special equipment for today is a food processor or blender. I believe we're both using a stick blender, and we are going to have to slightly modify his instructions again because of the stick blender of it all. And real quick. Juliano also calls for three anchovy fillets in that sauce, which we are not oh. both n- omitting. And Gretchen yeah. just removed I just, I just, <laughs> I, like, it is not there. God. I, I just get tired of buying anchovies and using, like, not even half the pack, a pack of them because I just don't. I get it. They're there for a purpose. They add a very specific flavor. But, again, it is a flavor that I have a hard time with. So mm-hmm. don't need it. I used to do a lot of paste, anchovy paste. I don't need it either. But anyway, what are we doing with those ingredients? Officially, what have we done with them so far? We have diced up the bread, tossed it in a 350 degree oven for 15 minutes just to get it nice and dried out. Again, don't really need to get any toasting on it. Just You're just looking for moisture removal. Then we're going to put together our, oh, we've also sliced our onion and soaked it in water, like our Marcella trick with how to make the, the mild onions. Yeah, we were make- very happy to see Giuliano using Marcella's trick to soften the flavor of those red onions. Thank you. Yes, we've done that. The, the onions are still sitting in the water because we figured, fine, we'll mellow that flavor out. <laughs> So after we have removed our onions from the water that it's been soaking in, we are going to make our dressing, which is going to consist of the garlic, anchovies, capers, and vinegar. And he wants us to put the vinegar, all that into a food processor and chop it up. We're not going to do that. We're going to use our immersion blenders, but we're going to probably have to do it a little bit differently just because of the volume because we only have about like two tablespoons worth of volume to start with and the the immersion blender is not gonna love that we are going to blend those things up while we're adding our olive oil so we can get a little bit of emulsion going on our dressing and then make sure we season that really well 
and everything goes in the bowl. So then we're going to throw our bread, our cucumbers, our onions. I'm probably going to do a little toss to initially get those things mixed together. Then I'm going to put my dressing on with a little extra hit of salt and pepper, toss all that together, and that's it. I love it. This is going to be delicious and world level one. One. Yeah. One. Level one. Nothing hard here, my friends. Nothing hard here. And you don't, we were saying it also feels a teeny bit silly to even food process or blend the dressing when you could just kind of mash it a little bit with a fork right. or something, you know, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't even have to be that complicated, but Okay, let's get into the kitchen. Here we go. Let's, let's do it. Let's get in there. We are in the kitchen. Oh, I failed to get my blender thing out, so give me one second. Okay. While you get your blender thing out, I will say, as a reminder, we've got capers, one clove of garlic, and one tablespoon of vinegar in our immersion blender. It was such a piddly pitiful amount. I did put a little bit of olive oil in there already because I I can't, I, it, I don't even know if that's gonna work. Same, I know, I was <laughs> okay. like, is it is is putting a little bit in for initially gonna help me get the right thing here? So mm -hmm. we'll see. All right, we're about to start and uh, We'll see you on the other side of the immersion blending. Other side of the <laughs> Maybe we should just add in sound effects like that. I know. <laughs> Us make our trying own. to make the noise. <laughs> Ooh, this is the kitchen aid mixer. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I feel like the front of this recipe should say, just make extra dressing because if you make it in this small of an amount, you're going to want to just throw things. Yep. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to add the rest of the olive oil, maybe some more. Oops. Oh, it's going to have to have way too much olive oil in it. <laughs> I know. Well, let's keep going. <laughs> okay. Well, I think it's and good enough. I'm, I'm not bothering with more trying to blend it anymore. Uh -huh. it, it's time to hit it with some salt and some pepper. I'm going to be eating panzanella for a week, it looks like. <laughs> did you hug your onions and pull them out of their water bath? I did. I probably hugged them a little harder than I should have, but <laughs> it was very satisfying. <laughs> you were so excited to see them. <laughs> yes, way too excited. And this bowl I've got is still too small. All right. I can see why you might add an anchovy into this dressing. I just gave it a taste. And it's like, okay, I can see what a little anchovy might bring to the table. It needs something. Just maybe a little bit more like of an umami punch. Probably should invest in some anchovy paste. That might be a good compromise. But mm -hmm. you can also just go with more salt, I guess. Sure. <laughs> and maybe basil basil yeah i'm uh, adding my dressing and massaging my salad well it smells really good well that's most important yeah i'm ready to dive headfirst into this <laughs> i think a little more so i de definitely need some more salt i'm gonna go with some kosher salt because 
the Himalayans obviously not doing it. I can see where the advantage of like draining the tomatoes at the very least of their liquid before putting it into the salad makes that moisture more available to the bread sooner. Oh, mm-hmm. so there could be more like instantaneous hydration that rather than where this is probably going to have to sit to get that right texture for panzanella. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, really delicious. I like how the red onions are so mild, but they still add just enough bite. I love the crunch. I'm so glad we didn't soak the bread, even if we have to wait a little bit for it to soften into it. I'd rather do that than have mushy bread in this situation. The cucumbers are perfect. I like the dressing. I did end up adding like a fair amount more of olive oil just because I had so much bread and I added so then a little bit more vinegar. I think I might add a teeny bit more vinegar, but otherwise I I really love it. I'm probably going to do a little bit of vinegar, but I'm definitely going to do a sprinkling of capers in there as well. Yum. Bravo, Giuliano and Kenji and Gretchen and Becca. I love this. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with this at all. This is amazing. I can't wait to taste it in a little bit when it's like sat for some. Mm -hmm. Get get a whole big bite in there. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Well, well done. I'm very glad. This is such a perfect way to kick off our summer vibes. And check us out on Instagram and Facebook and the website. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah. Thanks for joining us again, Gluttoneers. Off we go. Off we go. That was a long one. (laughs) The crisp departure of the coconut shells. (laughs) 